Hello everyone, this is Cameron speaking. I am talking to you in my announcer voice because I am announcing something before this week's podcast episode. As of right now, we decided to probably not do a podcast this weekend, um, but what we wanted to do instead was release some of our old content uh, so we have something going up, and also it's very possible that a lot of you might not even know that we did some of these. Back in our old Disembodied Voices days, which was the podcast before Whales or Whales podcast, we used to do a lot of audio dramas, which were acted out, uh, written uh, plays almost, uh, that we acted together. And we did a whole, we did like five, six, seven of them. Uh, four of them in particular were uh, a continuous story in the same quote unquote universe, and they were all Christmas specials. The four audio dramas are called How a Little Podcast Saved and Nearly Ruined Christmas, A Christmas Kerfuffle, Go Big or Go Home, and How Christmas Was Almost Not Ruined. In this episode, I'm going to combine How a Little Podcast Saved and Nearly Ruined Christmas and A Christmas Kerfuffle together, which makes a little over an hour's worth of content, but yeah, it's not a big deal. A Christmas Kerfuffle starts at exactly 45 minutes and 55 seconds. Just one more quick note before we start the first part. How a Little Podcast Saved Nearly Ruined Christmas is really old at this point, and you will be able to tell that pretty quickly from the very low quality of our of our microphones. So just please be aware that the quality is going to be pretty bad, and I wouldn't really be too offended if you end up just skipping it. Uh, it's really good. I think it's still pretty funny, even if maybe our humor hasn't completely panned out yet. Um, we'd only been podcasting for like four or five months at that point, but I still think it's funny. However, A Christmas Kerfuffle is actually still really dang good, at least in my opinion. So anyways, I've ranted and raved long enough. Please enjoy How a Little Podcast Saved and Nearly Ruined Christmas and A Christmas Kerfuffle. Next time we do this, we'll have Go Big or Go Home and How Christmas Was Almost Not Ruined. Have a week. Welcome to one... Welcome to all. Welcome to all you good men, good women, and good children. Welcome to all you somewhat decent men, somewhat decent women, and, of course, somewhat decent children. Uh, And the dogs. Welcome to them as well. Uh, uh, That said, I can't now leave out the cats. Rivalry there, you know. Uh, And the rats. Mice, too. Oh, oh, good heavens, that reminds me. We mustn't forget to welcome the, uh, the... Ah, uh, 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 but you're here for a story, aren't you? Uh, but of course, of course. Why else would you be here? Hmm? Insightful commentary on video games, you say? Oh, I fear you're in the wrong place for that. <laughs> really, now, where do they come up with such ideas? But you're already here, so please sit and enjoy this humble storyteller's yarn. Christmas. There's not a greater friend to us tellers of tales. Why, it's inspired the pens and tongues of men across generations, or even a millennium, to spread stories of joy, mystery, and most of all, hope. This is one such story. A story of how an unlikely pair saved their beloved little podcast, and possibly even Christmas itself.
this thing on? Uh, that's your water bottle. What? No, it's... Oh. Is this thing on? Yeah, uh, I think... Yeah. Yeah, okay, it's streaming now. Go, go, go. It is? Uh, oh! Um, hello! hello dee do Merry Christmas, and welcome to the Disembodied Voices Christmas Telephon Variety Show with no actual telephone and questionable variety. Or for short, Devixwanatikwav. I'm Steven. And I'm Cameron. And I'm Steven. You already said And that. we got a show for you, folks. Oh, yeah. Loads of show. Like, if the show was a load, it would be plural. Loads. That's more than one load, isn't it, Cameron? Yeah. Cameron, please. Oh, oh right. <laughs> yeah, Steven, it sure is. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, I, I mean great, because I already said great. Gotta be consistent here. Not just good. <laughs> Nopes. So about the show? The show! Yes, the show! And have we got a show for you, folks? Our first very special guest today is uh, Cameron's friend. Evan! Evan! And he's bringing his amazing Christmas coffee. It uh, uh, tastes really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uber good, even. Uber good, uh, which makes it amazing. And seasonal, too, for its evident Christmasiness is evident. So, yep. He should be here, uh, any minute. Curses! Sweary, swear, foul language and words of meanness! I thought for sure the water bottle would stop this travesty dead in its infuriatingly cheery tracks! It was a clever trick, Zachary, and well disguised, with the cable plugged into it and all. However, I still worry about matters of electrocution. If he gets sufficiently thirsty and- Bah! It's such whimpery that landed us here in the first place! If you recall my original plan! Incinerating the local Christmas tree farm? Huh. Forgot about that one. Well, I'm still down for it. But if you recall my second plan! Mmm, yes. Shooting them until they die. Well, even I'm tempted at this point. It still seems terribly cruel. Plus, you don't really pack guns in your pants, do you? Those were just stories. Don't test me, Brian. Christmas does things to me. Unpredictable things. Megalomaniac mollusks. What did I get myself into? It was a good question. What indeed had happened to land Brian in such a dire situation? Why align himself with such an unstable ally? What was Stephen and Cameron up to? How did such an ungodly acronym come to be? These are questions, and now it is time I give answers. Allow me to relay this tale from its beginning. It was a Kentuckian Christmas, or rather Christmas Eve. Of that there is no doubt. Snow wafted down from the heavens, bespeaking the changing of seasons as locals prepared their homes and palm shelters for the coming cold. Among this sat disembodied voices HQ, and if one were to peer into one of its many ice-sheeted windows, they would find a lone man tapping away at his keyboard, brow furrowed with worry, 
and face lit only by the soft glow of a nearby monitor. Ugh. Whoa, this is... this is super bad. Ugh. It's worse than Zachary as a person, even. That man was Cameron. A diligent member of the podcast, and, despite his protests, a well-known Call of Duty fanboy. He was being kept plenty busy by the troubling facts before him, and was soon to have company in his plight. Dip-a-doop, Cameron! This is Stephen. He's the podcast's self-proclaimed host, and... Well, he's Stephen. You'll see soon enough. Hey, Stephen. Uh, uh, wait, what What did you say? Ibadoog. It's goodbye backwards. I've been working on my cleverness lately, and I think I struck gold. Okay, that's pretty stupid. But I was about to call you over anyways. Uh, take a look at this. Yeah! Yeah, what? What? Those look like numbers, Cameron. Remember, I don't like math. In fact, I have a seething hatred of it that eats away at my very soul like maggots upon a long, dead corpse. Okay, creepy similes aside, I promise this won't have anything more complicated than uh, a bit of multiplication and- yeah! uh, Okay, sorry. I'll just have to get over that. Show me. Alright, I've been running the numbers again. Uh, things have been slow lately, and with Christmas coming, and... Well, just take a look at this figure. It's our current debt. Whoa. That's a lot of zeros and... ones. Wait, is that binary? I happen to like binary, okay? Don't make this Black Ops all over again, Steven. Sorry, I was just a little surprised. Continue. Good. Fine. Now, if I just make this calculation... Is that an abacus? Listen, do you want to hear this or not? My bad. Shock again. I shall now refrain from showing any surprise I might feel. Mm-hmm. My face has zero emotion. Good. So, anyways, that's our debt. It's really high, and it's only getting higher. This number right here... Uh, now that's just a lot of zeros. Ugh. Is our audience. Criminy. Wait. How do we build debt, anyway? Apart from this building of mysterious origin, it's not like we actually incur expenses. Dunno, bro. I just tally the numbers. I don't understand them. What's clear is this. If we don't get some money from somewhere, we're bankrupt. And that means disembodied voices will be gone. Forever. Or at least we won't be able to afford those nifty new microphone holders. These are frightening propositions. Nevertheless, something must be done, Cameron, and there's no time to get the others. Even though they're in this building. Precisely. So, what can we do? How can we do it? What could possibly overcome challenges of such intimidating girth? Hmm... Uh, oh, oh, perhaps a Christmas special, uh, like that ha uh, Thanksgiving one we that went so well. People loved it, right? If by people, you mean us, faux show, sure, yeah. Yeah, good reference there. But I fear such an endeavor won't be enough, Cameron. As wonderful as that special was, it did little in the way of money. Or even audience. We need something striking. Something that will grab the attention of the whole of gaming. Nay, 
the world. Uh, well, shy of offering Zachary up for auction, I'm drawing a blank. Drawing a blank? That's it! Hold the presses, Cameron! I've got it! I've got the idea that will change the future of this podcast for eons to come! And then some! We need to live-stream a Christmas variety show! Uh, Christmas what now? A variety show, hearkening back to the classics! Red Skelton, Ed Sullivan, the Star Wars Christmas special... What, what, wasn't that last one reviled for decades to come, living in infamy, and becoming almost impossible to obtain a copy of? Small potatoes, mate, small potatoes. Well then, count me in. This can only lead to, to greatness, and will certainly not die amongst the storm of flames and horror. Let's go! Okay! And so the pair went, joyous at their seemingly assured success, and sadly unaware of the doors looming ahead. Yeah! Ouch! Where did that door come from? Oh, twas my mistake. <clears throat> Little foible there, unaware of the doom looming ahead. Ignore that last part. Fortunately, they were also unaware of a watchful figure that had heard all, and who is determined to set things right. Jeez, I picked a remarkably useful day to camp out under Cameron's desk. His name was Brian. He's a fish, or so they'd like to say. I think there's some sort of history there, but heaven only knows what. And here I thought I might just find him playing Battlefield on the job again. Regardless... This is bad. Terrible, even. If left unchecked, those two could potentially ruin our podcast reputation for all of time and destroy countless people's otherwise enjoyable holidays with unintentional buffoonery. Unless I do something, this beloved little podcast, and possibly even Christmas itself, might be ruined. Forever! Loath as I am to say it, I'll need help. And there's only one, even vaguely reasonable, place I can turn. Down a set of stairs, and through a long dim hallway he journeyed. A chill down his spine told him he had arrived at the place angels fear to tread. I wish you a stinking Christmas! I wish you a stinking Well, this Christmas. is the place, all right. I wish you a stinking Christmas! And a happy shot up! Was it? Oh, for the love of dirt! Hold your horses, I'm coming! Oh. You! Meet Zachary, a sadly troubled soul who sees little worth in Christmas's many beauties, except to mock and spit upon them. Figuratively. For the most part. His heart is black, and words cruel, but he may just yet have a part to play. Zack, this isn't constructive. I know we've had differences, but... Okay, you're ignoring me. That I can deal with. But I think it'd be best for both of us if we just put our issues aside and... A wonderful life? How about wonderful death? Like that! Wonderful, isn't it? Yeah! 
Take that, you undeservedly happy thing! Steven and Cameron are planning a Christmas variety show. Come in. We have much to discuss. Don't mind the mess. <laughs> By the eight? What? Nine! It's the nine! Talos lives! By the whichever, what are you doing in here? Oh, just cleaning, you know, sorting my old holiday movies. That sort of thing. More like dismantling them with crowbar and screwdriver, strewing the pieces across the room with haphazard glee. Yeah, that sort of thing. I see. Well, that's not why I came. Um, obviously. Stephen and Cameron are getting in over their heads with this variety show of theirs, and I fear for this beloved little podcast, and possibly even Christmas itself. Bah! Your petty Christmas-loving worries are none of my concern! I know of your contemptible affinity for the holiday. If it is Christmas worth saving, I say let them have it. You know my thoughts on this. But think of the podcast, Zach. We all know it's just a matter of time before you all auction me off. Cameron's been lobbying for it for weeks now. My best bet is to let it fall and grasp at the ruined ashes in your wake and laugh at you. I'll be laughing too. <laughs> Now, Zachary, we won't be auctioning anybody. You know very well slavery's been illegal for centuries. You're being irrational again. Okay, hear me out. If you help me, not only will you be saving the podcast, which, admit it or not, even you'd rather not let die such a gruesome death, but you'll also be impeding what may be one of the most stupidly cheerful Christmas celebrations of all time. Curse you a thousand and one times over. You make me indecisive, and I hate you for it. Please? No. No? Take that back and maybe. Oh, righto. Unplease. Fine. I'll help. But I do so begrudgingly and with dark thoughts in my heart. I want this known and proclaimed from the mountaintops. That last part could be pretty tricky, but done. Now, we'd best get to the planning. Christmas fast approaches, and first thing tomorrow, the fateful event shall begin. We must be ready. Oh, don't you worry yourself there. I've been planning. Have I been planning? <laughs> now then, there's this Christmas tree farm not far off. Meanwhile, as the partners of necessity make their plans, Stephen and Cameron do likewise, preparing themselves for what they think will be their most memorable Christmas ever. Okay, D-Day, D-Day. We've got our list here. <clears throat> On it, I see Christmas, mm -hmm. show, mm -hmm. stuff, mm -hmm. and uh, more stuff because we need variety. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Yetis. Add yetis. Yetis. Uh, is that with an I or a Y? Uh, both, I think? Gotcha. Uh, how many are we thinking? Oh, bunches. Yetis are such a big part of disembodied voices folklore, we totally need a lot of them. Bunches? Oh, oh um, alright. I, I was thinking one Yeti would do it. One would be uncool. That would look lame or desperate or uh, something. We need more than one. I'm thinking just one. Why just one? You keep saying that. I've only got the one. 
You have a Yeti suit? Yep. Bartered it off a trick-or-treater. Might be a little tight, but, uh, eh, just make yourself small. Go. Okay. One, one Yeti, then. Uh, write that down. One... Yeti. We're making progress. Anything else? Did we say stuff yet? S uh, stuff, stuff. Let me check. Yeah, yeah, we did. Ah, drat. Well, I've about hit a dead end. You? Hmm. Uh, oh, 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 this is good, this is good. So I've got a friend, uh, his name is Evan, who found some wicked coffee beans a week or, or, or three or five. Or, seriously, they're good. I mean, I kind of just want an excuse to find more, honestly, but we can, like, drink the coffee on the show or something. That'd work, right? Mmm, coffee. That does sound nice. Especially if we're going with that break of dawn starting time we're so keen on. Uh, yeah, we'll do that first. Um, guy with coffee. Uh, Evan. Evan, right. Making a mental note. Cool. So, what's next? Well, Cameron, our goal here is to make a big profit, uh, and apparently doing so requires money. Mm-hmm. I can confirm that. So we'll need some way for this to get us that money. Advertisers are one route. I think I've uh, got a pretty sure thing lined up with HolidayHoHo.net. Oh, oh, indeed. Uh, the joke site, right? I can't get enough of it. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, did you see the one? <laughs> the, okay. The, the one about uh, Santa and that really tall elf? No, I didn't. Uh, oh, um... Well, there's, there's that. There's also the second route, and uh, this one I'm pretty pumped about. Get this. A Christmas variety show telethon. Wait, uh, will that require calling in? Because the logistics for that are really weird. Well, we can leave the phone part out of it. A phoneless telethon. Cross that bridge when we come to it. Uh, so next, I'm thinking a song is needed. I've done a bit of research, and all of these things have some sort of song attached. Uh, uh, yes, add that. Song. I've got some uh, dubstep on my phone. And check that off the list. Wow, this is easy. Hmm. Uh, uh, okay, some cute animal is a necessity. Preferably one trained to do something that looks amusing to us humans. I'm thinking we'll combine that with the dance number. Whoa, a, a dance number? On a podcast? Tap dance, then. Now, I'm partial to the ferret, so let's go with that. Tap the brakes on this bus of uncontained awesome, my friend. But where are we going to find a trained tap dancing ferret to perform for us overnight? I don't know, man. Stop making things difficult. We'll improvise. Yeah, improvise, that's it. Okay, then. Just making sure you had a plan. <laughs> Always. And so the night wore on, snow gently coating the lone building as each pair worked furiously into morning's early hours. Only catching a few precious hours of rest, the four arose, determined to face the fateful day's challenges with renewed vigor. This all brings us to the present.
where events have been set in motion, and the fate of their beloved little podcast, and possibly even Christmas itself, hangs in a delicate balance. Okay, so the coffee guy didn't show. Evan. Uh, that's okay. He's probably grounded. Ha <laughs> ha, that is a good one, Stephen. Thanks for that, Cameron. But worry not, folks. We've still got coffee all the same. Seems someone was kind enough to put a pot on, and we thank them for it. And we're pretty sure it's safe to drink. Yes, we are. So sure, in fact, that we're not going to drink it, since doing so would show that we have to confirm its safety somehow, which is horribly distrusting of us. That isn't in the holiday spirit at all. Fifteen seconds ago, behind the stage, and within the belly of the Disembodied Voices HQ Beast. So sure, in fact, that we're not going to drink it, since doing so would show that we have to confirm its safety somehow, which is horribly distrusting of us. That isn't in the holiday spirit at all. Blast Nugget! Strike two! Whoa, that nearly hit me! Of all the things I thought hiding backstage would be, Dangerous wasn't one of them. So, you're probably to blame for the coffee guy's absence too, aren't you? Huh? Nah. That guy's not even in the state! I don't know what they were thinking! Yowza. This needs to end. But I beseech you, hold off on lethal means until the imminent interlude. I'm at least semi-certain I can speak reason to the two with my powers of diplomacy and persuasion, leading to a peaceful outcome that will fill us all with Christmas cheer. <laughs> I laugh at this idea in your wordy ways. You and your idealistic notion of reason are worthy of contempt. So is everything else you said. You are a contemptible human being. Aww. So, folks, we're nearing our break, but first, let's talk a little about what we have coming up. <gasps> There's more? Wow! My brain has nearly been vaporized by all that's happened so far. <laughs> well, Cameron, you better fortify that brain of yours, because there's loads more. We've got... Uh, it says here, stuff. Uh, oh, and look here. Uh, more stuff, too. Uh, and that's not all. Uh, uh, we're, we're going to have the Beatles on. Hey! Wait, what? We are? Well, uh, like... The bugs? The little bugs? Not the, um, the, the band. I, I mean, we probably won't have the bugs either. You'd have to see them, and this, this isn't video, it, it's audio, but it, it's pretty funny that uh, I can say we'll have the Beatles and we uh, won't. Uh, well, folks, I think that break time is here, so enjoy this soothing white noise as we prepare all that great stuff for your listening and laughing pleasure. Is it off? Ugh, it's off. We need a plan. Improvisation is killing me by means of slow strangling. Down here! Ryan? Are my eyes devious minions intent on betraying me, or are you hiding under our desk? Psst! Yes, I'm pretty sure that's the case. Uh, that I'm hiding under your desk, I mean. 
Listen, brofish, you can come on out. We're not recording anymore. I'm good, thanks. So, my brother, what brings you to our stupendous stage of, um, uh, stage of... Jack Nabbit, no more improvising. None! I come bearing a warning. If this continues, our beloved little podcast, and possibly... Whoa! Listen to that Rudolph nose horn! Good find, Cameron. That can introduce our next segment. Hooey, this is fun! You done? Yes. Super. This has been, and will continue to be, an utter disaster. We've got a lose-lose here, guys. Without an audience, it's a failure. With an audience, it's a global calamity. Is it really worth threatening our beloved little podcast, and possibly even Christmas itself, on such an ill-fated gamble? Now listen here, my bemoaning brother. New ideas always have some trouble getting off the ground. Why, I remember the early days of disembodied voices, and you weren't exactly Johnny Carson yourself. I give up. Lock and load! No, no, not while there's still yet hope. You really are a dense one. Sabotage. Eh, better at least. So be it, peacenik! Disaster has been averted. Through quick thinking and the wondrous invention that is the typewriter, I think I've scripted enough of the remaining show that improvising shall be kept to a minimum. It could use some polishing, but so long as you can read carefully and ignore the ink blotches, you're in the clear. <laughs> Steven, you're a genius, you know that? <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, uh, thanks. Very kind of you. Now, uh, let the Christmas cheer begin once more. Uh, uh, wait, uh, let me grab a quick sip of water. Whoa! Talk about refreshing. Let the Christmas cheer begin once more. Hey, folks, and welcome back to the Disembodied Voices Christmas Telephone Variety Show with no actual telephone and questionable variety. Ha-ha, <laughs> we got a show for you, folks. But first, we need money. Yes! Give us yours! I know this heartfelt plea was a sentimental one, good folks, but the, the Christmas season it is, and our coffers run low on coin. <laughs> uh, parentheses, make a clever analogy, parentheses. I'm nodding. They're that low. But you can fix this. Just email us at... Oh, let, let's see. Uh, the address I am about to say right now. Now's our chance. Without that address, they'll be forced to call this thing off. For lack of funds implies lack of purpose. And lack of purpose implies lack of this travesty. While you have been speaking without action, I have systematically torn every reference to the address from their documentation and burn them all to fine ash. How do you do that? How does it matter? I say three seconds. I meant five. It's not here. Which means... What does it mean, Steven? What does it mean? Tell me right now, Steven. What does it mean? 
Which means we have to turn to you good folks and your limitless generosity once more. Uh, you can't email us, and you certainly can't call us. Uh, so we'd ask you to kindly shout your donations to us. One at a time, if you can, uh, though don't disturb the neighbors. And please state your donated amount in a clear, firm voice. Like this! Precisely. So take your time, gather your breath, and shout away! We'll be here, patient, loving, caring, waiting. Like this. Precisely. Precisely. Word that will be censored! That did anything but work! Fear not. They're soon to come across the section of the script that I personally altered via repositioning the typewriter's aged keys. Surely even they can't stumble their way through such incoherence and not be utterly halted. Fib gibbet oxal? <laughs> Zuck's nug fur? Seed fuzz and bulls! I am poet! Iajixakavwa! I hate your plans! Just saying! This is impossible! So, Cameron. Yes, Stephen. While we wait for those em sound waves to bounce our way, let's introduce the good folks to our next surprise. Oh, and what a surprise it is! With his reputation firmly preceding him, our guest steps out from the intoxicating limelight of fame to give a bit back to us humble fans, and we're all the more humbled for it. Please, everyone, join me in welcoming the already in-studio Florio the Fleet-Footed Faux-Ferret! I'm a soccer puppet! I can see that, but hi. Florio will be performing a special Christmas tap dance for us, so do enjoy the rhythmic tapping of his professional feet. I begin! I'm a dancer! I'm a dancer! Look at him go! His grace is comparable to that of a cat which looks which took dancing lessons since kittenhood and liked them very much. Change into y- yeah, oh, 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 okay. That it is, Florio! And Cameron is not about to do something surprising and scary! <coughs> Scare me, yettiness! Just a great job in the eye holes, kid. Okay. Roar! Fear my yettiness! Yeah! No! This is a surprising and a scary! But I'll keep a dancing! Roar! Oh, hey, the song! With the magic of Christmas! I'm a trying! He's so powerful! Roar! <coughs> oh, hey, oh, hang up. Oh, no. <laughs> This is horrible. Horrible! Horrible! We passed the mark of horrible long ago, Brian! We have passed into incomprehensibly foul of the greatest magnitude. Our best option, nay, our only option, is utter annihilation of all. Gasoline? Where'd you get that? Same place I got these matches! 
Just try and stop me, you ineffective lout! Egads! Zachary is both insane and surprisingly insulting. He must be stopped, but... Burn! Burn like the foul trees you adorn with lame lights and tacky trinkets! Burn, I say! Dance away the evil with your charms of what, what in the holy city of Feratopia? Zach, gasoline, fire? Rawr, the heck? For the love of all that's flammable, desist, Zachary. Put away the destructive liquid at once. So beautiful the flames are, heating up the stage of tinsel and cheer. Oh, I've always wanted a pyrotechnics. No, Florio, now is not the time. We must escape. Escape out of the not-yet-broken window. Zachary shall never take my life. Never! The window! The window! Escape! Escape is imperative. I beseech you all. Escape out of the now-broken window. Quickly, Florio. There's no time for argument. Never! 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 This is the performance of a lifetime. It is a glorious end. Crazy weasel, you won't take us both down. I cast you away and run fast. No, this can't be. It must all burn. Come back. It must all burn. Come on, Zachary. Time is not our ally here. Everyone else is safe. Remaining will only ensure that Christmas's greatest enemy falls this day. Cast you a thousand and two times. Right again, and all the more wrong for it. <coughs> oh, we... <coughs> we made it. Unfortunately, that we include Zachary the Pyromaniac. You deserved it! I hate you all! Well, at least he's contrite. Ugh, as much as it pains my soul to admit such a thing, this was a bust, Steven. Steven? You should have listened. I told you, you should have listened. Florio. I should have been the one to fill your dark soul with lies! Lies! I think you speak for us all, Stephen. This is a dark day indeed. I think I now see that our ways were in error, though the reasons are still so unclear. Our efforts were in vain, our home is in shambles, and our hearts are heavy with pain and loss. And I lost my phone for crying out loud. Ah! What can be learned from such tragedy? Is there not some moral, some beacon of light to take from this place of sorrow? Perhaps it's just that everything is fleeting, and to grasp the fame, the immortal, is a doomed effort. An effort to reach the unreachable, and it's something contrary to what our very temporal nature. What say you, my friends? I think... We've learned that making new friends just leads to pain. When they die, they all die, engulfed in flames. Uh, I'm pretty sure not all friends burn to death, Stephen, though I could be wrong. Well, it sure seems that way, Cameron. I think... Shut up, Zack! 
I will speak my mind! Fine. What? Thank you. I think the moral is... Christmas is evil! I, I knew it! That's what you think the moral to everything is! Not fair, Cameron! I think the moral to Wally is to protect a fragile ecosystem! I recycle now! Says the man who wanted to burn down a Christmas tree farm. Some morals take precedent! Whatever. <sighs> so, Brian, you've been quiet this whole time. What do you think? Is there some meaning along all this chaotic ruin that is Christmas? Video games! 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 Brian's right. And all of this, I think we lost sight of what we're truly about. Who we truly are. We're not a podcast of goofy yetis and stilted banter. We're a podcast about video games that includes goofy yetis and stilted banter. Holy headcrabs. How could we have strayed so far? Thoughts of budgets, buildings, buildings burning down, and binary kept us from the truly important. Were video games even mentioned a single time throughout our disastrous telethon? Nope! I counted! Shame on you! Please, Zack, now is not the time for such contention. Though we've all taken our own paths, some vastly different from others, it's led us all to this same place. Here in the cold, billowing snows, contemplating our mistakes, we look with hope and good cheer at that which holds us four together. Video games. That is our life, and I hold that good can come of it this Christmas. What say you? I say we should totally livestream a Skyrim marathon at my place, right now. And yes, I did spontaneously burst into an English accent. Weird. What? On Christmas Day? Well, come to think of it, due to reasons unknown, I'm in Kentucky for Christmas. So my home's a plane right away. I'm in. Same here. Same home. So... My family's got a bouncy on my head the size of Cuba's national budget! I knew it! That's your excuse every year! Forgive me for making mortal enemies with my relatives, Cameron! <sighs> Fine. You're forgiven. I'm getting cold anyhow, so let's get going. My house isn't far, and you're gonna love my new cheesecake. And the coffee beans? Please say you have the coffee beans. I really need some coffee. Of course, I keep a giant pile for situations just like these. Well, okay, not for situations just like these. I don't like coffee. Okay, any reason you needed to say that? Nope. Let's go. And go they did, playing Skyrim all through the day and far into the night. The stars above watched the humble house's lights twinkle out one by one sleep at last, taking the contented podcasters. We come now to the tale's end, leaving our companions weary, but all the wiser for it. I hope you, too, have shared in some of this wisdom in your own special way, be it large or small. For it is not my place to define this wisdom for you, but rather let you see in these events what you will. 
And with that, my part here is finished. My story told, and my fire dimming. I must retire. But not before wishing you a merry Christmas. And many more to come. From Disembodied Voices, farewell. Hey guys, I found my phone! This has been a Disembodied Voices production. The script was written by Brian. The editing was done by Steven. Brian was voiced by Brian. Zachary was voiced by Zachary. Steven was voiced by Steven. Cameron was voiced by Nolan North. The narrator was voiced by Steven. Florio the fleet-footed faux ferret was voiced by Steven. This beautiful dubstep was created by a guy named Greg Bulgeman. Stop by thedvcast.com for more quality entertainment that we find hilarious. Thanks for listening. Devukutswa Natakov. Devukit? I mean, yeah, Devukutswa Natakov. Devukit? Is that just swa or kuswa? It's swa. It's a silent C. Gromit! It's the wrong trousers, Gromit, and they've gone wrong. I noticed that you mispronounced holidays. Scene 6. Still the recording studio. Boom! Brian, be quiet. Those are my sound Sorry. Uh, that's so stupid. Can't believe I'm putting this on the internet. Bazap, bazap! Bazap, bazap, bazap! Bazap, bazap, bazap. Welcome to one, welcome to all. Christmas. It is a time of cheer, is it not? A time of joyful memories and pleasant endings. And yet, every lit candle casts a shadow. Every wick, a much smaller shadow. Nearly two years have passed since a beloved little podcast, and possibly Christmas itself, were narrowly saved. From the Disembodied Voices Christmas Telethon Variety Show with no actual telephone and questionable variety, or, for short, Dvukitsvanatikov, though wisdom was gained, loss was not far behind. Disembodied Voices HQ lies in ruined ash from the unforgiving flames. Thus our cast now finds itself displaced for a second year as Christmas fast approaches. Hey man, how's it going? What can I get you today? I don't like coffee. All right, man. I appreciate your choice. <sighs> then why the frickity right frack? You. Did you tell us to meet at Starbucks again? Seemed trendy. I, for one, love coffee. <sighs> which I cannot drink because we're broke, but this is some super water. Yeah, it is, isn't it? So, what are we here to discuss? 
podcast schedules or something. I told you I can't do weekdays or weekends anymore. No, nothing like that. I brought you all here to discuss Christmas. I love Christmas! And we, we know, Zach. <sighs> Enjoy it while it lasts. Like Tearaway. What? Well, it's like I'm gonna transform into a personification of evil and malice the moment Christmas Eve arrives, like I've done for untold years before. But I tell you, it'll be different this time. It was a New Year's resolution. We, we know, Zach. <sighs> Listen, Christmas fast approaches, and due to things, we don't exactly have a place to go for it. I talked to the managers here, but they drew the line at our traditional Christmas performance of Brian and the Mary Fish of Yorktown. Heathens. Well, I would say we could go to my place, but Carol of the Gills gets a lot loud for an apartment. Also, can we please find a new tradition? No go here. Roommates always accidentally lock me out at the week of Christmas. It's a thing. Uh, what about your families? They have a house, last I checked. Nah. They won't let me near them. Oh. And, uh, and you guys? What about your family? Nah. They won't let Zach near them. <sighs> Precisely. Which leaves us with exactly zero options. Oh, sure. Since somebody decided we should contract Conkledur Incorporated to rebuild our HQ. Hey. 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 In, in Brian's defense, they had a spiffy mascot. Clip art does not qualify as spiffy. More like stupid-based. Listen, I know I flubbed it with the contractor thing. If they ever return my calls and or money, I'll tell them just that. But I didn't come here to tell you I'm a moron, though you may come to that conclusion independently. I came here to tell you I have a solution. I believe you, Brian. Thanks, Zach. Because Brian's the best. Thanks, Zach. Better than Steven. Way better. So, what's the idea? And if there are yetis or ferrets involved, I am walking through that door. I am running. I am running through that door. No yetis, no ferrets. Just a ski cabin all to ourselves in the postcard-esque beauty of the Swahilian tundra. The Swahilian tundra? Is that place even real? At least something we can afford? Nope. Well, as long as I'm not paying. I like it! This idea is an it that I like. Me too, Zach. Me too. The past is... Uh, the past. But this time, we're really going to have the best Christmas ever. I can't even begin to fathom how upset I'll be if it isn't. With the decision made, the four sipped their water in a flurry of buzzed excitement, discussing all the wonders that were to come. Brian felt hope rise anew as redemption for his many mistakes, was becoming more than just a distant wish. Perhaps, somehow, this really could be the best Christmas ever. Weeks passed as the anticipated trip grew close. Brian left early to prepare the cabin for his friends, who waited with metaphorically held breath until at last Christmas Eve arrived. On this magical day, they could scarcely believe finally came. They began an expedition that ended at the foot of a breathtaking Swahilian mountain, the sparkling snow tinged orange by a setting sun. Does it look small to you? 
who gives a flying tanuki suit. It looks cabin-sized. I just hope the tree fits. Whatever. Let's just get inside where there's probably a bed. Brian's waiting for us. It's like a bajillion degrees below awful out here. So be it, Mr. Grumford. <laughs> I guess I'll open this door then. You do that. Hello, and welcome to Disembodied Voices. This is episode Ski Cabin for December 24th, 2013, and I'm your host, Brian. Joining me today is Cameron. Hey, Cameron, how's it going? I hate you so much sometimes. And of course, Steven. Hello, Steven. Hey, hey, um, say, how high are those rafters? And finally, Zach. Hello to you, Zachary. How are you? Ha! Like a well-practiced monologue could elicit anything from me but sneering contempt and a mirthless laugh at your expense. Do not try petty games of humor and nostalgia with me, joy manga. This plague of a holiday is a vile thing, and I come here merely to celebrate its prior demise at my hands. The glorious flames licking tinsel like kindling still adorn my memories like a hellish paradise for which there is no true equal. And I am doing splendidly. Thank you for asking. Uh, he started this at the border. It made customs a nightmare. You've done some great stuff with this place, my brother. Uh, I must say. The candy cane and lynches are a nice, if disturbing, touch. Thanks. I tried to keep with the video game theme this year. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's nice, yeah. Cameron didn't get much sleep. I kept telling him to nap in the car, but he wouldn't listen. Oh, oh, did you? Sorry, I couldn't hear you over your non-stop caroling. I swear to God, Silent Night does not have that many verses. I tried several times to end our suffering and forced cheer by wrenching the wheel away from Steven and steering into a ditch, but I was thwarted every time. Oh, we had such fun. It sounds it. So, did you bring the schedules? You bet I did. <laughs> Typed, printed, and sealed in festive envelopes. First comes the skiing by sunset, until debilitating injury. Next, we'll laugh about our antics by a roaring fire with mugs of hot cocoa and frosty hands. And finally, we'll sit outside, watching the stars, as we share what we're thankful for. Wait, you... you planned that? You don't... you don't plan that! It's only for 15 minutes. At 8.30, we'll start... Look at this! You planned what I'll be thankful for? I mean, there's room for improvisation. See, right there. Steven, I think what Cameron's trying to say is... This is bullcrap! Well, in so many words... I already ate mine! Oh my gosh. I suggest you all do the same and save us this admittedly delicious quarrel. I... no! What?! We aren't eating the schedule, Zach. That's ridiculous. Though I do appreciate the thought. Ugh, let's just skiing by sunbeam or whatever Steven wrote. Come on. Yes, exactly. I think you could all use it after the stifling trip up here. Some good exercise to clear the head and bruise the body. Ah, one sec. Whoever that is, I'm in Swiss custody. Hello, this is not Steven speaking. <laughs> ah, I see. Seven feet. And would that be counting the horns? Okay. Yes, we understand. Glory to Swahili. Whoever that was, I just escaped and are halfway through Brazil. Well. 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 
Okay. All right. Seems there was a Yeti sighting three miles east of here. The Swahilian authorities recommend we stay inside, bar the doors, and pray to whatever gods we hold. They seem not to worry, though. Well, that's good. What? Now we're stuck in here? How is that possibly good? It's the opposite of good, which is the word I'm a little too upset to think of right now, so shut up. Bad. Oh my god, I said shut up. Just calm down. We can work around this. All we need to do is ask Zachary why he's beginning to laugh hysterically. <laughs> no, no reason. Go on. Okay, then. All we need to do is adjust our plans accordingly. We're masters at improv. Heck, the idea that we have any notes or planning for our podcast is a bald-faced lie to give our listeners an illusion of some cohesion. Well, uh, b- b- but the stargazing. I memorized the Big Dipper and, and, well, that's all, but it's a pretty Big Dipper. Great, great. I'm trapped in here with you people all week. Of course there'd be a Yeti. Why in the world wouldn't there be a Yeti? The gods love to punish me with cruel, unusual irony. This was such a bad idea. This was such a bad idea. Why did I ever let you talk me into it? To be fair, my argument consisted of stating the idea. I'm not trying to be fair, Brian. I'm trying to be mad, and you aren't helping. Oh, sorry. You know... Brian's right. I'm about as bummed as a hedgehog on Groundhog Day, but wallowing in it won't help anything. We planned the best Christmas ever, so we're going to have the best Christmas ever. Who wants eggnog? Me, but you're missing the point here. I'm just choosing to look on the bright side, unlike some people named Cameron, who are glaring at me right now. Please stop that. Stephen's right about Brian being right. This is all so wonderful. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Christmas is ruined! It's a Christmas miracle! Only one that doesn't trigger my seething hatred and resentment! No, we can fix this. See? Even that stubborn optimism isn't ruining my mood. What if I hit you with the snow globe? Would that ruin your mood? Huh? Not at all! For that would just give me an excuse to hit you with this nutcracker! More like a nutter cracker. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Because it's your last name. <laughs> camera on. <laughs> Seriously! Now I need to hit all of you. And Brian, you know my microwave isn't that good. Wait, wait, wait. I had a contingency plan for violence. We all take five, cool down, and regroup. I know things look bleak <laughs> or deliriously wonderful, but a few minutes alone will help sort us out. Trust me. No. But we'll go with your stupid plan anyways. <sighs> cool. Thanks. Bro. With heavy hearts, the group dispersed, each thinking their own grim thoughts as a wailing wind sounded outside, hearkening the cum of night's blackened chill. For Brian, his mind was as dreary as the wintry snowscape, weighted with the burdens of another sudden failure looming ahead. With such strife and hatred bubbling to the surface, It was not just one Christmas in danger, but their beloved little podcast itself. Sitting alone in the cabin's cramped, darkened bedroom, Brian waited as the minutes ticked by, wondering what could be said or done to save Christmas this time, and deep down, wondering if it was even worth the effort.
been ten minutes. Stephen needs to know if you're in for Carolyn. He's making up the name tags. <sighs> Tell him I'll pass. I'm busy. And depressed. Right. Yeah. That chair sure won't rock itself. That chair won't rock itself, right? Don't think so. I got a ghostless guarantee on this place. No, we all know how well my decisions turn out. Stupidly, that's how. Brian, listen. You know that I hate you and all you stand for. Sit for. But yes. Good! You're a contemptible human being, Brian. An unwavering ally of Christmas, and that earns you an eternal place among my enemies. Yet I know all too well that if anyone can save this podcast and Christmas, it's you. I can't say how. I can't say why. But it's the inescapable. And it will never happen if you just sit there, sallow, dejected, and despairing. Which is why I brought you some heavenly drugged eggnog. Brood well. We'll make sure you're conscious by New Year's. Now I'm leaving. I have ornaments to deface! Great! They started already. Bye. You are just making that lyric up! Show me where the goats are mentioned. I dare you. It's in the spirit, Cameron. Something you obviously have a golfball's understanding of. That doesn't even make any sense! You should be banned from metaphors for, like, a year. I happen to have a ribbon, an upstanding use of metaphors, thank you. <laughs> Metaphorically. You are the worst thing to happen since the English language. Who really needs arms? Not Santa! <laughs> Guys! Whoa, I, I thought you were dead or something. I said probably. Christmas is in danger. And with such strife and hatred bubbling to the surface, it's not just one Christmas in danger, but our beloved little podcast itself. Oh yeah? Well, maybe I'm not in the mood to listen to you because you stole my eggnog, you big jerk! What? This? Oh, shoot. Look who's talking. And what is that supposed to mean? Nothing. Nothing. Just that you're a kleptomaniac. Those are baseless rumors perpetrated by a lot of stupid people. Wait! What? Trying to think of a pun. Oh my god. I'm going to punch Brian. I am going to punch Brian. Can't say punch without pun. <laughs> Caught you there. Oh, where is my snow globe? Here. Thank you, Zachary. No problem. Wait, wait, wait. I had a contingency plan for violence. We all take five, cool down, and... No, no. I've had just about enough of your pasticism through puns. Punicism, or whatever. See, I can do it too. You're not special. If I've got something to say, I'm gonna darn well say it. And you can go. Lock a vegetarian in a meatpacking factory? What? No! What is wrong with you? Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> oh, are we expressing ourselves now? Well, I was saving that for the 1045 post in our chat, but fine, fine! We can just throw that out the window like everything else I spent hours preparing. Well, how about I just throw you out the window and save us all some time? That's just it, Cameron. And no, that would really hurt. I spent hours preparing a perfect Christmas down to the minute, and all any of you seem to want to do is ruin it. Well, forgive me for not wanting to spend my Christmas reading off a script of what someone thinks I should be saying and doing. In case you didn't notice, Stephen, this is not a dictatorship. Actually, uh, true fact. In 1987, Swahili elected... A few guidelines is not a dictatorship! 
Yes, it actually takes at least seven. I took a course in Soviet Russia way back. Oh, sure, sure. Everyone's against me, the ice cream thief, like always. Someone has to be the subversive voice of cynicism around here. I don't see anyone else lining up to do it. Oh, now cynicism is a requirement? Guess I missed the memo. You know what? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It might have helped last time when you came up with that stupid telethon. If you'd have listened to a little more of my cynicism, maybe we would have ended up with a halfway decent script. The book and swing out of script was at least three-fifths decent. Three-tenths. Seven-point-forty-three-twelfths. You oppressive weasel. Treacherous klepto. Okay, guys. That's a lot of good points. I see where you're coming from. But it's Christmas Eve. A time for magic and, and wonder and video games. Don't you start. You know whose fault this all really is? Huh? I mean, I didn't want to say anything, but I guess you could be a little nicer. Maybe the guy who brought us up here. The guy who failed to check the freaking Yeti forecast despite knowing this is Yeti season. The guy who hired a bunch of unresponsive loons to fix our HQ. Maybe that guy. Huh? Maybe that guy. Well, maybe? Cameron has a point. We should probably kill Brian. I'm just trying to fix things. Like Bob the Builder, only with more character and original art direction. And that went just great last time, didn't it? What with the fire and the death? You know, I've done some thinking over the years. And even with all of Steven's bungling Davidic squad Nadiquov might have been salvageable if you didn't throw a half dozen wrenches at us like a Monty Mo on steroids. We would have had money and fame and a great Christmas and an H2 that isn't just a pile of burnt bricks. But Bob the Builder? Cameron has a point. We should probably kill Brian. I'm not finished yet. This is all everyone's fault but mine, and I am just about done with you all. Now, just you hold on a moment, Cameron. No! What? Monty Mole would never. Oh, for... You want to bet? Yes, yes, I do. I want to bet you're a cruel fellow who has no respect for Christmas or the carefully constructed cannon of Mario enemies. You oppressive little weasel. Treacherous klepto. Uh-oh. I sense badness afoot. If we could just cool down for a sec. Cool down? Cool down? Oh, oh no, Brian. This is beyond repair. I think it's time we heat things up. What in the... Where did you get that canister of gasoline? I specifically had you all drive up in an electric car. It was a hybrid, you fool! It will all burn! <laughs> not again! Zachary, not again! Just, just a little bit. I'll get some more. I'll get some more. Now, I'll get some more. This is not happening. This is not happening. Whoa. We were supposed to be baking cookies right now. I think we are. Now this is a Christmas tradition I can get behind. <sighs> Though this is a dark day, I think a valuable lesson can be learned, even amongst this wreckage. Zack freaking burned our house down. Again. It's a rental. Yes, but you're forgetting the touching moral. I hate you all. Well, I mean, yeah, but... Because I really do hate you all. Let's face it, Brian. Christmas is ruined. None of us can stop that now. I'm as sunny as an egg side up, but our cabin's in flames, our podcast is in shambles, and it's really, really cold. Let's just go home. Yeah, I'm beat. Elated, but beat. No, we aren't quitters. We're absurdly dedicated, even if our results are really pitiful. You coming? No, there's got to be a moral. 
You are what you eat. Be careful what you wish for. Never trust a Spaniard. Your choice. I mean, you can always take the ski lift if there is one, I guess. Practice makes perfect. Thou shalt not commit adultery. I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Plug me into a Sega. I like Ike. You... You have not enough minerals. Who am I kidding? There's no moral, or there are like nine really weird and conflicting ones. But there's nothing I can do. How will the podcast ever come together again after... After this? Whoa. What's the sound? I... Oh, jeez. Hey man, how's it going? What can I get you today? Uh, water, please. He... He never liked coffee. All right, man. I appreciate your choice, yeah. man. <clears> there's right no mistaking it. Hey, Here it is in the paper. Last week in Swahili and Yeti deaths, Brian Kelly, Houston, Texas. That's definitely him. Spelled with an I and all. It's spelled with a Y. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. Brian was the best. We know, Zach. We know. Better than Steven. <laughs> Way better. He died selflessly, with Sega mottos on his lips. He... He wouldn't have wanted it any other way. <sighs> he was a very strange man. He... He just wanted us to see... The true meaning of Christmas. The true meaning... Of friendship. For us to rise above our differences... And work for a greater good. Is that what never trust a Spaniard is supposed to mean? It's an interpretation. Whatever his reasons, Brian's death sure opened my eyes to some key truths. Be thankful for what you have. Never give up on your friends. And they always kill off the good ones. Exactly, Zach. <sighs> really? Someone has to carry them on. I guess. But you're right. I was kind of a jerk, and I held a grudge. And although I do still hate you all, I'm willing to look past that. For Brian, who I also hate, but in a friendly, reminiscent sort of way. Here, here, Skipper. Wait, what? We wouldn't be here together if it weren't for Brian. He tried to save Christmas, and died. But he died for us. For the podcast. We can't take this lightly. We have to take it heavily. Like a million pound weight. Then I guess we can't give up on the podcast after all. Oh, what? To disembodied voices. And a happy new year. Yay. And a happy new year it would be. Though the trio could only wonder and hope for this as they enjoyed a bittersweet victory in that warm cafe. A safe sanctuary from the frigid gale swirling outside. This was not a happy tale, nor was it a sorrowful one. Yet a tale it still was, and all have their place. For me, it means, ah, but that would be telling. <laughs>
and we've run out of time for that. Hmm? One more question, have you? One last unanswered mystery about an old friend to which you must know the answer? <laughs> Very well, then. Yes, Briorf the Yeti had a wonderful New Year as well, with many an unsuspecting skier keeping him hearty and fed through the long winter months to come. As for myself, and for disembodied voices, I now take my leave, wishing you a merry Christmas, and many more to come. This has been a Disembodied Voices production. Brian was voiced by Brian. I'm just trying to fix things. Like Bob the Builder, only with more character and original art direction. Steven was voiced by Steven. Who wants eggnog? Cameron was voiced by Cameron. Oh, sure, sure. Everyone's against me, the ice cream thief, like always. Zachary was voiced by Zachary. <laughs> the narrator was voiced by Steven. Christmas. It is a time of cheer, is it not? The barista was voiced by Cameron. Hey man, how's it going? What can I get you today? The Yeti was voiced by Stephen and Cameron. <coughs> the script was written by Brian. The editing was done by Stephen. The music is from the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, the Nashville Christmas Orchestra, and the karaoke version of Stephen and Brian's Echo the Dolphin acoustic single. Thanks for listening and have the merriest of Christmases. Wait, I wanted to do my voice in a falsetto. Can I do the, can I do the acting in a falsetto voice? You should check, just, can you just open the newspaper and look at the Yeti forecast before scheduling an entire, ah, I don't even want to talk about it. And of course, that was a terror squeaking. This plague of a holiday is a vile thing, and I come here merely to celebrate its prior demise at my hand. Hands. First comes the skiing by sunset, until, a, oh no, not deep, debilitating, <laughs> debilitating. De debilitating. <laughs> yeah, he can't get this word. First comes the skiing by sunset until a bedilitating injury. Did I say that right? Debilitating. You said no. Debilitating. De yeah, you said debilitating. Uh, de. I can change. Can it. you change it? I really can't say that word. Wait. Okay. Let's just try a little bit of coaching because I like that word. Debilitating. 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 That's a good. Debilitating. You're saying it wrong. Here's how to say it. Debilitating. <laughs> no, just repeat after me. You get it? Debilitating. Debil. Until a debilitating. Yeah. Right? There you go. Until a debilitating until injury. Until a debilitating. Yeah, First man, comes the skiing by hard. sunset until a debilitating injury. Yeah, you're just going to say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, go. Let me just start over. You bet I did. Typed, printed, and sealed in festive envelopes. First comes the skiing by sunset until a debilitating... <laughs> okay, then. All we need to do is adjust our plans accordingly. We're, we're masters at uh, improvisation. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, Tamara, give me one more line where you emphasize snow globe, because that's going to be followed by a funny sound effect. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, what was it in the Lunatic Murder? Yeah, I was like, what about Hurrah! this bloody medieval ace? <laughs> All right. Maybe not quite that absurd, but just... <laughs> what just if so... I hit you with this... <laughs> Jeez. No! <laughs> Never give Cameron instruction. <laughs> That's a lot of good points. I see where you're coming from. But it's Christmas Eve, a time for magic, and I just bit my lip. Oh, jeez. Fear me, yetiness. Last week in Swahilian Yeti Deaths, Brian Kelly, Houston... Mississippi. Oh, what? I was hoping Dis- Brian's death met the podcast was going to be over. <laughs> you can't just say this that, whole plan. It was my entire plan for the Yeti to come I out and murder Brian. <laughs> so I had what? to do this stupid podcast with three people I hate anymore. Yeah, did you see Yeti and the camera together? That was just Cameron in a Yeti suit. <laughs> you ate my brother? He was not very tasty, if that's any consolation.